0: What's up ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the Athletic Power podcast. I'm your host Eric Ramirez and we are 1 day away from our Tough Mudder. I am truly excited about this. It's something that I talked about after high school that I was going to do. I was going to do a Spartan Race, I was going to Tough Mudder, I was going to run a marathon and guess what? It never happened. Why? I think the most common denominator is thinking that you're never ready. We're never ready for anything, as a matter of fact. There's so many things in life and so many examples I could set that ultimately, it doesn't really come down to preparation. It just comes down to being able to do it, the action. Obviously, preparation is needed in different areas like sports and, you know, welcoming a new child and all that stuff. But sometimes, hey, it just happens you know it's like oh we're gonna have a baby uh that was a plan i had for three to four years all right well we're gonna have to kind of piece all these things together as we proceed forward and that's just how life is honestly so i decided just to go on because i've actually built a great foundation since my goal is to do a marathon obviously a tough Mudder is similar in the aspect of Running and endurance the only difference is there's obstacles. It's you know in a trail. It's muddy. There's water But there's still Some similarities as far as endurance, so I'm doubling down on my endurance I actually don't even know what I'm gonna be Facing as far as obstacles. I've seen a couple videos. I've seen a couple pictures, but you know not every obstacle I believe is the same so I'm actually going to participate in the SoCal Number 2 Tough Mudder, which is December 3rd and December 4th. So there is two dates for this event. And you could actually choose different slots as far as what days and what time you want to start. So let me give you a brief overview of how this works. So there's three different categories. There's a Tough Mudder 5K, 10K, and a 15K. So, the 5K is 3 plus miles with 13 obstacles. And that out the door is roughly around $109. 89 but there's taxes and fees and an $11 parking and back drop-off fee. And that's added to even a 10K and 15K. So, that's Saturday 3rd and Sunday the 4th. And then the Tough Mudder 10K is 6 plus miles with 20 obstacles. That is also Saturday 3rd. 3rd and Sunday the 4th for 109, but with taxes and fees, you're looking at about 120. Well, no more than 130. And then the 15K that says formally Tough Mudder Classic is nine plus miles with 30 obstacles, and that is only December 3rd, which is Saturday, tomorrow, and it's $120. 129 dollars each plus taxes and fees and all that stuff so you're looking at about 140 150 tops you could also during checkout you know get a couple more additional things like gear and whatever that that ultimately kind of uh increases the price and that is pretty much it so it's right around the corner from a house it's at lake elsinore And that's heading towards San Diego. So I'm in Myrna Valley. That's just a 30-minute drive. I'm actually very happy when I looked it up. I'm like, wait, Lake Elsinore. Oh, it's down the street. So I'm stoked that I don't have to drive too, too far. And I get to sleep in a little bit. So there's different time slots. So for mine, my 10K, there's an 8 a.m. to 8.45 a.m. There's a 9 a.m. to 9.45 a.m. 10 a.m. to 10.45, 11 a.m. to 11.45. The last two are sold out. As I mean, I could tell people like to kind of start a little later. And I actually start at 8 a.m. I said, well, you know what? Let's knock it out. Let's do it. Full force. Let's be the first ones there. And if you want to be a spectator, there's actually a $15 fee just to be cheering for your best friend your mom your dad your son your daughter 15 bucks that's actually pretty crazy anyways they actually sent me a package an info pack 2022 so it gives me 14 different topics and number one it's what to bring i'm gonna go over it pretty quickly obviously what to bring you got to bring your id you got to make sure you have your qr code ready they send you a qr code you know take a screenshot they'll let you in through that qr code and then one of the most important things it's a it's a cashless event so make sure you have a credit card debit card lastly bring a waterproof bag that you could leave in the bag drop area so uh, you forcefully have to leave all your belongings in the bag drop area And it gives you the start times. It says registration will open at 7 a.m. Saturday and 8 a.m. Sunday. And it also says start times will be strictly enforced. So it says 8 a.m. start. It's going to be an 8 a.m. start, not 7.59, not 8.01 or 8.05 or 8.10. It's right on the dot, which I actually really love. Um, Participants are not allowed to transfer start times on-site. Great. I love that, too. And then parking. How to get there. And then, you know, attendants will direct you where to park your car. Bag drop. Bag drop is including your ticket. You'll receive a a double-sided registration, one of your wrists, and a matching one for your bag. Ah, got it. And then um, they will have a supply of biodegradable plant-based bags from Beyond Green available if needed. Well, My best guess is if you have wet stuff, they have bags for you. Please do not leave any valuable items in your bag. Spectators, so there's obviously a fifteen dollar fee. You do have to bring your ID. Spect Spectators will check in on event day, the same the same way as participants. And then there's also a tough mother for kids. I think kids start at age fourteen. Waivers. I do have to sign my waiver. They sent me an email yesterday that I have to um, sign that and send it back to them. Photography. There will be an event photographer placed on various obstacles on the course. Nice. I'm going to flex my guns. A few days after the event, you'll receive an email uh, when the photos will be available. Nice. Pro tips. All right. To ensure you have the quickest and smoothest check-in, all right, complete your waiver, bring your ID, blah, blah, blah. Bring a fresh change of clothes towel and an extra layer if it's cold the rinse stations are cold water only (laughs) oh i love that so i will have to bring an extra change of clothes great i'm happy i was already kind of thinking contemplating about a towel and bringing an extra pair of of change so that's very helpful after you check in make sure your wristband is on nice and snug Adults get lost too. Make sure you, you prearrange a meeting point with your spectators. Nice. And then you could run for free. If you want to sign up as a volunteer, you could do so. And then it gives you a course highlights. And it gives you just kind of an idea of where you're starting off. And the first. Oh, that's cool. So the first mile is just running. And then two, two miles. Oh, okay. So the first. Okay, so it tells me what I'm going to encounter along the way. So there's like one, two, three. So the one is Pitfall. Number two is Berlin Walls. Number three is Kiss of Mud. <laughs> Number four is Son of a Ditch. <laughs> Five, Lumberjacked. Six, Trench Warfare. Seven, oh, no, no, no. I don't do seven. So I stop at six because seven is fifteen K. And then I come back in at hanging tough. Number 17, K 18 cage crawl. Nice. Devil's beard. Ladder of ladder to hell. <laughs> Crybaby, number 21, 22, Wells swung. Number 23. Six feet under. Nice. Uh, number twenty-four. Tight squeeze. Twenty-five. Dong Dangler. Twenty-six. Mud Mile. Noise. Twenty-seven. Arctic Enema. Twenty-eight. Blockness Monster. Twenty-nine. Muddle. Mutterhorn, Thirty. Elect. Electroshock therapy. There you go. <laughs> All right. So. That gave me a nice, cool, little brief overview for the obstacle. And then the next one is hydration and nutrition. That is super important. Contactless water station will be available on the festival in five locations, on the course, and in the finish line. Nice. Love that. Gatorade is actually the official electrolyte sports drink of Tough Mudder. You know what? Let me break it to you guys. This is not a Gatorade is not an electrolyte sports drink. They recently have been. Uh, I think it's the. What's it called? Gator light. There you go. Gator light does have a nice profile of electrolytes, but all the Gatorades before. Yeah, no, it's just sugar, honestly. But it, honestly, sugar is good depending on the amount of endurance, like for boxers. Yes. But for anything else, uh, I don't think so, honestly. I don't really like Gatorade. But the, the new Gator Light, yes, I do. That's the only one I drink. All the other Gatorades, yeah, I won't even I won't even look at. It. Anyways, uh, need a little boost before and after you hit the course. Cans of rain, total body fuel are available to help you fuel. So I kind of want my, uh, my heart rate to freaking go out of the roof. Nah, no thanks. I actually bought... Uh, Noon, so I'm gonna be consuming noon that has a little bit of uh, caffeine, but it has 500 milligrams of sodium I do have my sis Gel packets that would actually really help me throughout the race as well And then look out for bananas and Bob's red mill bars nice Give me five for the rest of the wake grab a complimentary Bob's red mill bar when you cross the finish line sweet and then Mudder Village Festival this is pretty much um, it, it tells you that you could grab your complimentary finished beer that will be provided by 8 bit brewery and then if you if you're looking to hang out and spend some time then you could do so so that's pretty much the Mutter Village Festival you could hang out celebrate that you actually did this tough mutter i don't know i'll probably stay who knows Uh, not my jam, the beard thing, nah, no thanks, but I'll probably check it out. Uh, what to wear? Keep an eye on the weather as your event approaches. Be sure to bring sunscreen? Uh, yeah, no thanks, I don't wear sunscreen. Uh, you'll want shoes with good thread. Alright, so, we have hit a very important, um, topic right here. So yesterday I went to REI and I bought myself some... All terrain shoes. Well, they're not all terrain, but they do help with muddy, you know, trail situations. And they're actually the Ultra Men's Lone Peak 6. These shoes have been hyped by, you know, people on YouTube, like articles that I've read. And I actually got the brown color. There's five different colors, and I really liked how it looked. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna get the brown color. It's like orange. Um, and brown and then this right here will actually help me during the Tough mutter because of the grip and it's water repellent it's not water resistant so I was talking to the the lady at REI and she had recommended that they're not waterproof you know that they have some form of water repellent just so that way it's easier just to you know clear the the water the mud all that stuff so she really hyped up these shoes this is gonna be my first time really experiencing something like that like muddy terrain I'm usually in the mountain you know doing a trail that's dry it's gonna be a wet environment so this I'm very interested how it actually performed because I don't have shoes that are specific for this event so I actually had to buy some and they were on sale it was for a hundred bucks they're, even on the website it's it was 140 they are now 99.95 so I got a pretty good killer deal I'm actually gonna make a video on YouTube showcasing the shoe itself and you guys if you guys want to check it out just go to Eric the number four film Eric 4 film on YouTube and then you'll see a video posted today or tomorrow or the following week. And that is pretty much it it's It's obviously a shoe that has good grip traction and durability on all types of terrain and I think one of the biggest things is uh foot shape comfort gives you feet gives your feet more space to sit naturally and is designed to address biological differences in men's and women's feet nice and then I did see. The balance cushioning, our balance cushioning, it's even trademarked. uh, Platform positions your heel and forefoot at an equal distance from the ground, encouraging better alignment and better form. That is very, very important. And the ultra eel, which is trademarked as well. Uh, Foam is designed to provide added energy return and a responsive yet soft comfortable feel and that's what I was looking for There's a lot of shoes that do too much work for you And there's a fine medium of the shoe helping you but not doing the work for you and I feel it's gonna be a really good combination of I could even see it on the sole like it's not thick. It's gonna be just enough feedback and energy return to get me moving for tomorrow and yeah i haven't worn them i only wanted them to to test and see if they fit me they fit me perfectly i got 11 and a half and as far as the sizing it's it's pretty damn accurate so yeah if you guys want to see a little bit more on just the shoe itself head on over to my youtube subscribe like i really appreciate that And then, moving forward to what to wear, make sure any hats or glasses are tethered to you. Uh, They tend to pop off if you fall into a water pit. Looking to stock up on the latest Tough Mudder gear, check out our Tough Mudder shop before you do your final packing. If you forget, there's also a gear tent on site at the event. Nice. I, I might buy some stuff. Who knows? Um training if you're looking to hit a finish with confidence make sure you get your last minute tips from my training page i'm not going to go over that because i i clicked that it's it's pretty extensive uh probably for an actually i'll do a review i'll do a review once i'm done with the you know giving you guys uh a summary of the race and then seeing the the tips after so, make sure you meet all the obstacles that are waiting for you. Find the tips and tricks to make sure you can conquer them all. Cool. And then safety. You must be able to swim 25 meters. you attempt water obstacles. If you do not feel comfortable completing any obstacle, do not attempt it. Simply continue on to the next obstacle. So, that is actually very surprising. I did not know that, that you're able to skip obstacles. I, I thought you forcefully had to do all of them, but that's, that's pretty neat for anybody that doesn't know how to swim. And that is it. Those are pretty much the overviews of this article. I feel very prepared after reading that. And I'm able to go with confidence knowing where I need to park, where it's going to be at. As a matter of fact, I went, I drove by yesterday. I was, I was in Lake Elsinore and, you know, I just swung by, just checked it out. Okay. Here's the spot. (laughs) It's, it's a, It's kind of like a baseball field, it looks like. I was like, yeah, I cannot miss this for the life of anything. All right. And that's pretty much it. So I'll go over right now my training and my nutrition, which is obviously the most important part. And like I said, some people don't feel prepared because, you know, if you want to really perform at your best, especially for these events, then it does require some preparation. You could, off the bat, just... something like this and i'm kind of doing so but i've been training for about a year and a half and my endurance just on running i haven't been doing obstacles i haven't been doing anything crazy i have done i have been doing crossfit a lot of crossfit workouts that will i'm sure enhance my performance in doing these obstacles so my training has been solely running but 20 30 percent has been workouts at crossfit and you know Anything that would enhance my running, like jump squats, uh, burpees, um, kettlebell swings, uh, deadlifts. I don't really do squats anymore. Uh, I've, I've noticed that deadlifts have been a lot more proficient for my lifts or my performance on running. And I've been doing a lot of workouts with Nate Rogers. It's more or less like football drills, soccer drills with ladders, cones, and... It's actually really fascinating science once you transfer it over to your running. And I'm very interested to see how I'm gonna perform on this particular course. I'm actually gonna take my action camera, I'm gonna have it on me throughout the whole course. I'm, I'm really hoping it lasts the whole day or the whole hour. Um, I'm pretty sure it will. And you guys get to see firsthand how the course looks like on my YouTube channel. So very exciting times because there's going to be a lot of content coming up in December. Well, this month, uh, especially of the Tough Mudder and my new year half marathon. So tomorrow, I'm going to be prepared. And as far as my nutrition goes, it's actually shifted drastically. I have decreased my amount of carbs that I've consumed throughout the day. Just because I have a little bit of difficulties being able to digest certain carbs, like starchy carbs, such as regular potatoes and uh, white bread and stuff. But that's needed for a race. So I could definitely consume that like two or three days before the race. But throughout a preparation, I won't be able to. And that's something that I've actually been able to observe on myself we're all different we all don't have the same digestive system some are faster some are slower you know some require a little bit of work I mean you need to delegate that for yourself and for me oats I don't really consume oats anymore because I I, we're we're going on the same we I'm not gonna say we're going backwards but I I get the same problem that I'm always stuffy. I can't really run comfortably. I can't work out comfortably because, you know, oats do take a little while to digest. And I don't consume a lot. I consume about half a cup. And that, as time went on, I started really noticing some of these things like, you know, just bread, uh, rice, and all that stuff. So I've decreased that drastically to the point where I'm only consuming half a cup of, you know, those that rice or... Um, Sweet potatoes. That's a lot better. I actually really like sweet potatoes. I I've actually been consuming a lot more cauliflower carbs and I've been mainly uh, Eating proteins and fats. So I've been doubling down on that a little bit more like the butter the the steaks the eggs and it's actually really really enhanced my performance on both on and off the track and as far as uh, lifting as well. So I'm not consuming any supplements right now. My proteins are none of that. The only thing I am taking is just the pre-workout. But I'm not taking anything else. I'm not taking creatine, glutamine. Uh, glutamine I might start taking. Uh, but other than that, that's, that's it. Just the pre-workout. I actually just got a new one. The Noon pre-workout. Which is supposed to be an electrolyte slash hydration slash... Pre-workout because it has 150 milligrams of caffeine. So I might consume that for tomorrow. Um, For the day of the race, I don't try to consume anything more than like the 150 milligrams in total throughout the race. So I might take the Noon tablet, which is only 80 milligrams, has electrolytes, and it just dissolves in the water. So I might just take that 80 milligrams because I'm still going to take my gels. Uh, my cyst gel so one of them is caffeinated but it's only about 25 milligrams so I keep good tabs of that because if I elevate my caffeine too too much then I'm elevating my heart rate and it's gonna be harder for me to run the race so I'm doubling down on my electrolyte mix with noon has a little bit of caffeine but that's not a problem I'm gonna be drinking water salt and sugar as well today I'm probably drinking about 30 40 grams of sugar but that's just table sugar like Regular white sugar mixed with uh, a beverage or something. Uh, none of that. You know, if you guys are thinking, oh, I could just drink a soda. Nah. It has to be strategic. And other than that, my hydration, my food. Today, as a matter of fact, it's my last day to carb up. My pizza and pasta. Very, very... Nothing crazy like I'm not getting ready for a half marathon when I'm doing my half marathon. Yeah, it gets it gets pretty crazy. So yesterday my last meal was uh, pasta with turkey cauliflower carbs and Brussels sprouts. So it was a very loaded meal. And after that, I went to go run. So uh, some of those that white pasta is going to help me um, store some of that energy. And other than that, that is pretty much it for now. I'm obviously going to have the video of the event itself and then a conclusion. So there's still a long ways to go. We're going to take this step by step. And yeah, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Man, Tough Mudder 10K, 6 plus miles, 20 obstacles, 8 a.m. Let's do this. At Lake Elsinore. So, the next step would be the 15K. But, we have to start, quote-unquote, small. Test the water. See if it's something that is feasible. Well, the 6 plus miles is completely feasible. But, you're adding 20 obstacles. So, that's a different ball game. It's not just running. Um, and then, the Tough Mudder Classic is 9 plus miles, 30 obstacles. But, I'm sure I'm going to have a blast. And, it's just going to be me by myself. So, I'm actually very excited to challenge myself. <laughs> I wish Woody could go, but uh, imagine having, Woody doesn't even like the water. So he'd be like, dad, what would you bring me here? <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for uh, listening to this podcast. If you have any questions or if you have anything uh, that you wanna want me to talk about a little bit more specifically or a little bit more in depth, then write it down here on the uh, on the poll. I'll actually start putting polls on on Spotify and you could participate in running whatever you like. But before I finish, my strategic, my plan for this, before I forget, <laughs> is to run at about a 720 per mile, seven minute and 20 second pace. Um, I do wanna go seven minute and 15 second, but that's gonna be a little too hot for me. So 720 is gonna be a nice sweet spot for me to run. And the only thing is once I stop and, you know, go over the, um, the obstacle, then we're going to dictate how much, if I'm able to sustain the same speed or it decreases. I don't think so. I think I'm going to be pretty consistent with my speed and being able to accomplish the obstacles. So, all right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening up to this point. I really, really appreciate it. Stay tuned. We got a lot of cool things coming up. Boxing, uh, performance, running, Tough Mudder, uh, New Year's Half Marathon, LA Marathon in March. Uh, That's up in the air because something just, um, yeah, something is brewing for March. I'm not going to say anything about March, but March is a a very exciting month. Other than that, that's it. Thank you so much. Good morning, good night, good evening. Have a great breakfast. Have a great dinner. Have a great lunch. Whatever you're doing, thank you so much for tuning in. And I'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace.